0: Oh, yeah. You already know what it is, good people. We are back, to NK Sports Show. This is one of our Offset episodes. I am your you host, offset KC. Offset episodes? I said Offset episodes, yeah.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I'm your host, KC. Alongside me is my co-host, Lena Lean. How you doing, Lena Lean? Give hey, her a hand hey. clap, y'all.
1: I'm good. How are you doing, KC?
0: Good, good. Can't complain. Shout out to all my beautiful listeners out there and supporters thank you yeah. for supporting. yes yes as make sure. always make sure y'all go ahead and like comment and subscribe we ain't got no question of the day you just see you see what's going on no today it's we kind of a question about, well yeah yeah you i mean
1: you got it scrolling down there
0: yeah just to <laughs> kind of keep it with the topic that we'll be talking about today so You know, I've been called this sometimes. I'm not the king of it, but I have been called. And Lena might be the the queen of it, but... uh, (laughs) If
1: I'm the queen, you're definitely the king. Nah, Hmm.
0: I'm not. I'm far from this. If you you haven't caught on... No. (laughs) If you haven't caught on what we're talking about, we are going to discuss our top five pettiest athletes out. So... Me and Lena have a um a list of our five athletes. Um, We're going to go down one through five. Starting at one. Well, top. Oh, I thought we started at the bottom. You want to start at the bottom? Yeah. Okay, we, we just started at the bottom then. Okay, we started at the but bottom. But before
1: we get into it, we need to ask the audience to, you know, interact and give us, because that's what the trivia, well, it's not a trivia question, but just be a part of the conversation and y'all let us know. Who y'all think are y'all top pettiest athletes? Because there's plenty of them. Yes. So again, for our new listeners and even our returning viewers and listeners, we just decided to do, like Casey said, an offset podcast. Normally, we talk about all the current events throughout the week for our weekly pod. But this is just one little... Ad hoc episode that we'll have, but you will see us each week talking about sports, so this is still in line with sports. a couple given a woman's perspective and a man's perspective, we are both former athletes hmm sometimes we debate, give you a little entertainment and some knowledge, so this is more like entertainment, I guess
0: and <laughs> more entertainment now again, this is a uh it's a vetted list, but it's not a super curated list. I think next list we'll do it it'll be ten. Um we'll and? try to yeah, we'll try to give y'all ten. Depending on how this ah. list goes. That one would be more curated than this one is. This is more of a who we who we all automatically know is just petty. And mm. I, and you've seen it in the media, especially with social media. Ooh, Lord. Um <laughs> so I'm gonna let the ladies first. Lena, who is your number five? top pettiest
1: athlete. So I chose for my number five pettiest athlete Mr. Steph Curry. King Petty himself. Do you know, know he named himself that?
0: He named himself what?
1: King Petty. Like he's the pettiest. Oh, yes.
0: no, you, uh, you he named, named himself yourself. that.
1: See that's why if I... you're petty.
0: Look. If
1: you're not petty you
0: wouldn't name yourself that. But look look me and Lena had this conversation off I said, cause she had her Steph on, and then took Steph off her list, and then put Steph back on her list. I,
1: d- I d- Why and are you then, giving
0: all the background? You they don't
1: need to but, know. But all of this
0: that. is the reason why <laughs> Steph had to come off that off my list uh, because uh, I said, yeah, Steph is petty, but I don't, I I don't think he's like he's like PG petty. He ain't. It's still petty. PG. He, Nonetheless, he, just, he got one foot in, one foot out. But I, I digress. Go ahead, it's your pet. He even
1: list. has an interview, and it was you know during their time of trying to win their fourth title, because you know everybody was doubting them, and that's when he was like, "You well, you know, I'm King Petty," and so he said he uses it as fuel, as a drive because it's kind of like entertainment. So like you said, he's a little bit on the PG side because it's like he'll just respond in a kind of a slick way he doesn't really go out of his way like some people go out of their way to be petty but petty is petty regardless if you're going out of your way or it's coming back to you and you respond in a petty way so that's how i took it with steph curry so then when they won the championship remember when he was in the uh press conference and he was talking about yeah all of y'all that thought and he's talking about analysts uh reporters especially you know who always talking about steph uh Skip okay, Bayless Skip Bayless You know Wait wait
0: wait 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 Skip Bayless no. talks about stuff? I've, I've never really heard of Skip Bayless Go at Steph like that
1: <laughs> Because Even when it's when The Golden When they talk about Golden State And KD And Steph He was always talking about How Steph didn't show up In the playoffs And all this type, Like, in, Well not in the playoffs As In totality mm-hmm. But in certain games So that's why he was Always putting KD Ahead of Steph But we can get to that because we still got more people to talk about. But that's a whole other conversation in itself. So, yeah, he he doesn't go at, I don't think he goes at Steph the way that he goes at LeBron. Yeah, he has a. But I I wouldn't put him as one of his favorites like KD is. So I can't remember if if Steph went like this or he did something. Do you remember in the press conference, like after they actually won the championship and it was kind of like, yeah, I'm going to make y'all remember. Basically, like, yeah, you thought we wasn't going to do this. And here we are. And we don't have KD. And I ended up getting the three-point scoring title. Mind you, he didn't say all this per se, but that's kind of what he was getting at. Like, don't count us out.
0: We but, still got our good nucleus. But in the scheme of things, is that really – do you really consider an act of pettiness or is that yes. just... Yes! Because you don't have just... to clap
1: back at these people. There was... Okay, there was another example. Somebody called him one-dimensional, which I don't know how...
0: Was it somebody that You
1: absolutely call him one-dimensional, like a one-dimensional player. Was it somebody Meaning, who
0: has credibility that called him I for,
1: one-dimensional? I, I think his name is a Mike James or something. I forget who the person is, like if he's a reporter or whatever the case. But... Um, so when Steph was in, he was in an interview of some sort and he was doing a camp and the person had asked him about like, Hey, if, um, if your campers decide, you know, to play one-on-one with you, how would that go? And so Steph was like, well, it'll probably be all, all bad for them considering that I'm a one dimensional player. And then he kind of gave a little wink basically as like, yeah, dude, like how you, because it's like, regardless if the person it has status or whatever, why would you even say something like that? Seeing how Steph plays. He doesn't just shoot threes. He actually takes it in and finishes quite well for his size.
0: I'm Okay, so here, here, coming from the curator of pettiness right here for me. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: now you're the curator I, I, of pettiness.
0: I, I, I literally, here's the reason why I when you first gave me a list and Steph I saw Steph on it. I was like, Steph is really I mean, he has his petty moments, but he And he not. be going like this like Yeah, that's like that that comes from to me to, sleep. to me that comes from years of everybody kinda like just really not giving Steph his flowers right away. He's like, nah, I'm that guy. I'm him. But mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't take it as pettiness. Like even when he goes in and addresses everybody that says or critiques him yeah, it's just him being him. Like I'm going, which is petty. Now. But I, I can't really mm, petty to me because
1: everyone doesn't respond to the critics. You don't have to respond to them. Yeah, That's what he, you choose to do. You don't have to do that because the thing is, Steph. What do you need to respond for? You have millions of dollars. You've won multiple championships, Finals MVP, League MVP. Like you don't have anything to prove. But I get it. After a while, you're gonna get tired of all the naysayers. I get it. But so I'm me, not saying it's a bad thing for him to do it, but yeah.
0: But for me, it went for, this is the reason I say I wouldn't put Steph on my list. Um, Steph, he's a, his persona outside of basketball, he's a good dude. Doesn't bother anybody. He's quiet. So him responding back to the critics and the naysayers, is just him saying, I'm tired of y'all talking crazy about me. I done did everything. I'm going to mm-hmm. clap back at y'all. I'm tired of it. I'm quiet. You don't hear Pete from me. My gang speaks for me. So stop talking mm-hmm. crazy about me. So they ain't to me, that's not. I wouldn't put them on my list. That's just me. Okay, but all right. Um, so let's hear your number five. My number five is actually. <laughs> I think I got to rank a little too low, but uh, I got, yeah, I got KD <laughs> at number five. Whoa, Whoa. KD, Mr. Curator, K, Kevin Durant. <laughs> well, actually, my other my others would be justified, but KD is number five for me. 'cuz mm-hmm. we all know KD with the burner account and KD saying slick stuff to people and even even remember last year when he was at the freaking um USA uh with the USA team and he was talking crazy to I forgot who he was talking crazy to, like give me my change bro come on like give me my Oh back. yeah I'm yeah the, yeah the yeah. ball yeah.
1: well but the but that was like dude
0: But it's That's still, an
1: unwritten basketball rule. If I but, hit a shot, that's my change. Give me my change. How you going to take the ball? You going to get your was own still ball. Talking,
0: other than that, uh, like he was still talking crazy. And I'm like, bro, KD is off the chain. And then he clapped. KD responds back to people on Twitter. And I'm like, I, I really, I see it all the time where athletes respond back to Twitter comments. And I'm like, bro, you yeah. know these cats just want to respond from you. But KD does yes. it in such a, such, a, such a hilarious way. Like even, what was that, two podcasts ago we were talking about? Um. Well, he, him, and Patrick Beverly had it. Re, it really wasn't an exchange. It was oh, like, yeah. Like, but he was KD. responding. Yeah, it was like a yeah. national line. Real, oh, just blame KD. And then Patrick mm-hmm. Beverly tried to act like, bro, I wasn't even talking about you, bro. You said KD. You were talking about somebody. <laughs> I'm gonna give an honorable mention <laughs> right. to Pat Beverly too. He's he's honorable <laughs> yeah. mention. I forgot. Him I thought baby. about putting him on there,
1: but I was like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Because yeah, he's, he's more
1: annoying to me. Yeah, like, he's he petty, but he almost yeah. just a
0: super just annoying. Yeah, like a little gnat. <laughs> yeah. So, KD's on my number five. And then KD just, it's like, what can you say about this man? He His gang talks, but... He can talk all the crap he wants, and then the whole him His game about,
1: talks and them thumbs talk too.
0: Yes, he is. He is Twitter's like with Twitter fingers for real. Cause like even when uh, Charles Barkley clapped back at him and called him the bus the, <laughs> the bus rider, the bus went, rider. I was like, Katie, you don't have to respond to Charles. Bar-, even though Charles Barkley is a big trash talker, but he's not gonna. Mm-hmm. They're gonna bring it up to him, but Charles Barkley is never gonna be on Instagram or social media or wherever. He, to get to give a crap about that, so you didn't have to, you didn't have to do the little Photoshop photo of Charles Barkley and wherever he was at. You had to do all that
1: because TNT is Charles Barkley's social media platform, if you will, his job. Like you said, they're gonna bring it up to him so they can keep stirring the pot. And then they had the whole segment where they actually got on the bus.
0: Dog <laughs> that. See, we should put TNT on petty. Like whoever runs yeah, it's their really social TNC, media that's what we should. That person needs to be they on petty. his list cuz they are petty. I've seen some stuff They on there. Are. I'm like, y'all are petty. Like for real They really? are. Put, yeah. They they dissing stuff put with Shaq. Man, no don't let me bring back the mm-hmm. whole clip of of, Shaq, of when Shaq was laughing at Charles Barkley. He was like, "Well, you got to when you make guys body. <laughs> You know, when you oh, when you're guy. banging a guy, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> or is that what he said? When you it feeling, was, did he say feeling like, or banging?
0: It was like you know those guys who he <laughs> post up and you you're trying to feel a guy's body and and you no know, they just bang on you or some. <laughs> I gotta get the quote right, but y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna pull that clip But
1: up. but he was talking or speaking in basketball terms, especially from back in the '90s and early 2000s. People were posting up. Baby, and if baby. you feel somebody in your back, you gotta feel where they at.
0: I know, but it's still funny. Everybody was <laughs> laughing at it. we understood what he was saying, but <laughs> what made that so petty? What's the fact that they highlighted it, Pearls clipped and it, it and was mean. like it looked at oh. Shaq and Kenny laughing. And it was yeah, like... laughing. So that made me laugh. Was... Y'all need to grow up, man. Oh man! But back to Katie. Mm-hmm. Katie is just yeah. yeah he should
1: have said pause. I guess
0: pause. <laughs> definitely big time pause. Um, but he don't say that. Yeah. Uh, but Katie is man. Katie is is he's the petty guy. He's a very petty guy. Just look at his Instagram and social media, and Twitter. But I digress. We can move on to our number four.
1: Okay. So my number four,
0: <laughs> Gilbert Arenas. Yeah. Okay, so we share, we share number fours because Oh, you got him as your fourth? Yeah, Gil's on my oh. fourth.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So basically, those that don't know, but most basketball sports fans know who Gilbert Arenas is. He played for the Wizards, had a really good career, whatnot. He has his own podcast. And we actually enjoy his podcast because he sheds light into all the personal things that happen, the locker room stories. So that's where you really get to see his pettiness because some of those stories are hilarious because he's even talked about yeah i've brought i don't know if he said bb guns or something like to the locker room had all fights like what the y'all just being big kids or just doing different pranks Uh on his teammates and stuff but i feel like the biggest or one of the biggest pettiest moments from (laughs) it just makes me laugh from Gil is that whole gun situation thing. I
0: was just about to say that. they had to be up there. So <laughs> with oh that, my God. Yeah. He, and he
1: has explained this on his pod and on other pods and interviews that the background, number one, that people like us don't realize is that it's not unusual for NBA players to bring guns to the arena or to the locker room. Because of all the security, I'm pretty sure that's like, you know, 24 hour like surveillance or whatever. So he was just talking about how, you know, if, you know, the arena is most times downtown, if I'm coming from home, I'm gonna stop at uh, the arena on the way going out to drop my guns off or whatever. He said they leave jewelry in there. Money just is like another safe spot, you know it might be even more safe than their actual home. And then when they leave the club or whatever, then they come back to the gym and then get their guns or whatever the case. So in this situation, this was years ago, I think 2009 or whatever it was. And it was some, uh, I think there was some type of like argument, low key beef, not a for real beef, but you know, they like to play cards and gamble and all that type stuff and things, you know, with guys y'all get a little heated, but mm-hmm. y'all could just move on. So he ended up bringing some guns, unloaded guns, to the locker room, and then he told his teammate, "Like, pick one out."
0: <laughs> wait, wait, but you didn't you you didn't lay a context on why he told him to pick it out. Like, he oh, because the dude had brought yeah. I
1: forgot the dude had brought a gun. He was like, "What is that? That could have been an iPhone or something or whatever." He said, "i iP-
0: iPod." Yeah, he basically he they was was like, were talking was about the little gun. Like, <laughs> Doing some gunplay, like you talking that gunplay. He was like, "Oh, I'm about that. I'm about that." And he laid yeah. it out like, yeah. I was like "Yes, yes, like this dude." <laughs> so I'm
1: like, "Dang, what's the?" This
0: dude's nuts, man. This dude laid it out like, so "Then here you go." Pick yeah, one.
1: like here you go. Yeah, like you get a gun, you get it. A... No, that not type, not that type of thing. But it was just funny that you brought multiple ones, and then told the dude to pick it out. So then to carry on with the situation, you know, it ended up getting leaked out or whatever the case. So then, um, it's a bad light that's starting to come down on Gilbert, but he don't care. He's petty. So in the pregame, uh, huddle, I never forget this image. He is up in in there with his fingers up. Like he got guns. Like, ah, (laughs) (laughs) That was always... And I brought this up on a, a podcast before. Me and my dad. That was like our little inside joke. We would call him... Instead of calling him Gilbert with we'd be like, shoot him up, Gilbert."
0: Man, that dude
1: was... He over there shoot, Like, why are you doing this, Gil? Really? So then, you know the NBA gonna see it. And they gonna get even more mad. So he ended up getting suspended off of that whole situation.
0: Yeah. Messing lucky. up your
1: career. He got
0: lucky. He got lucky. For <laughs> that, that short corner. span. Yeah. Man. Gil- so, yeah, Gil- that was... Gil was a a petty dude, and even in his just teammate, his day to day operations, he'll talk about how he'll see his teammates go to the club and not practice. Oh yeah, he was practicing. He and then the day of the game, he's like, "Bro, you ain't passing to me." Gil was like, "No, you ain't putting the time and work I did, so I'm not passing it to you." Right, rebound. (laughs) And I'm like, what? Like, bro, what? Who like, are you? you? Deliberately out
1: here not passing it to the dude. If he wide open, like, how are you just gonna be playing like he that?
0: Took the shot. He was like, I'll take the shot. I ain't giving it to you. You ain't about to get no shine for not doing anything. Oh now, my God. Come to think about that. And imagine if him and Allen Iverson were on the team. Oh boy. That'd be that'd be a nice dynamic. Cause you know, I we heard the stories about Iverson just going to the club and then coming back. To the team yeah. practice or just a game I had to stand out to three o'clock in the morning and still balling You think him and Gil wouldn't bump heads? You crazy. You no, that? that's
1: the to me. That's the difference He was a baller. You can't dispute what AI does on the court because honestly Some players are practice players and some players are gamers and AI was a gamer
0: but you so just
1: because I'm not doing whatever you think I should be doing in practice, but you see what I'm doing in the game, I can give you 30, 35, 40,
0: 45. But you don't think really you don't, you don't think him and Gil will have it out at some point if if Gil had that mentality of I don't see you practicing. So like why am I going to his work going, ethic? Yeah, basically your work ethic. Why am I going to Kind of like off? Kobe
1: and Shaq. Even though Shaq was dominant, but Kobe still had an issue with his worth work ethic.
0: Yeah, we all heard the the rumors about the whole like the reason why that thing was falling apart was cuz like Kobe felt that Shaq wasn't working hard enough and some say it yeah. was about money. We listen, the only people that really know will be Shaq and Kobe on the reason why they they split that yeah up. But the rumors that could easily be a reason a reasonable reason for you to say, "All right, we ain't working cuz I don't see you doing nothing." I'm putting in all the work. You ain't doing nothing, and you just coming the ball. You think I'm about to get you? The, think I'm about to get you the ball? I'm about to get you assist. You crazy?
1: But he definitely gave Shaq the ball. He did he not not give Shaq the ball.
0: He did because he put
1: up the numbers.
0: He had he had the numbers, and Shaq and Kobe was a fierce duo for years. But in Gilberina's yeah. terms, I can see why he wouldn't pass the ball to some guys because like. like what, uh, the Wizards back then they had like what Karan Butler, uh,
1: yeah, even uh, ja- ja- Javel McGee was on the team Dang, at I didn't one know point. Ja-Vale was in the league, that long. was on the team. Um, Sheesh. Swaggy P was on the team at one point because Gil said Swaggy P was his rookie. Because for those that don't know, but like the veterans always have a rookie to like mentor or whatever, and that's another petty part too because Swag P. Or Swaggy P was talking about how you know Gil would have him go get stuff and drive him places, and and then Gil was so petty like in competition as far as male ego. Somebody on the team had a certain car, so he gonna go out and buy two of them just Dang. because. <laughs> Not that he just needed them, he just went and did it just so he could flex.
0: It's like no Gil, right really? There. That's just yeah. That's just that's just petty. <laughs> that's yeah that it's is petty man. and ego yeah yeah so <laughs> like who cares that's that's our number four right there guys gilbert arenas yes all right so who your third
1: well we kind of segue into it i got kobe
0: kobe is your third
1: man because really because of swaggy p what he was talking
0: about oh the whole shoe incident
1: so, he got actually two-shoe incidents.
0: Dang. So,
1: <laughs> the first one was, of course, you know, Swaggy P ended up playing with the Lakers. That was oh, a time man. when the Lakers weren't that good. They were young. Kobe mm-hmm. was trying to get the young ones to come up. But, you know, Kobe was going off on them, calling them soft, charming, tissue, and, oh, you know, God. they ain't never want to fight the dudes, right? So, whatever game it was, they uh, didn't do well Didn't win the game And so Kobe of course is pissed And he's in the locker room Waiting or whatever Already in the locker room And Swaggy P was like Yeah we came up in there <laughs> And Kobe Bryant started going off on them, Just going off Y'all ain't worth nothing This ain't how uh, we do Lakers basketball And all y'all that got on my Kobe shoes Y'all don't deserve to wear my Kobe's Y'all need to take my shoes off right now yeah. And Swaggy P looking like what? What you mean? He's like, yeah, take my shoes off. Y'all don't deserve to wear them. And so when Swaggy was telling the story, everybody asked him, like, did you take them off? He was like, yeah, we took them off and put them in the pile in the middle. And he threw them away. I was like, what?
0: But but He's just gonna throw some shoes away. But look, but look, I I am so petty. As soon as, soon as Kobe told me that to take, my, take his shoes off, bro, you ain't even gotta yell, take these shit. <laughs> here, take them. I'm throwing them here. You take them. And I and I and I throw them in the trash. I don't even want them. They, oh, they for garbage, him, huh? Bro. Yeah, I throw them in the trash for you. I was gonna get those oh, LeBrons man. anyway. Oh. Yeah, take your little shoes, man. I don't even want them. Oh here, talking about here, take them proudly. Oh my I be, goodness! I'll be throwing my other shoes. That's how petty I am. Oh, you don't you want my well, shoes here, bruh? <laughs>
1: if I was Swaggy P, I'm not taking these. Are my shoes on my feet? What you mean? I understand your name is on them, but no, yeah. I'm not taking these shoes. off. what are you talking about? But I guess, you know, for NBA players, shoes, they be switching up shoes all the time, so it ain't nothing to get another pair of shoes. But it's just a principle, yeah. really. Another grown man, son, another grown man, you need to take these shoes off because but, I didn't but, play well.
0: But, but did Kobe pay for or They paid for their own shoes? Or I don't know if
1: anymore? they paid for them or not. They
0: probably <laughs> did.
1: But it's just the the fact that they're Kobe shoes, you know, that's his brand of shoe. And he just felt like they didn't deserve to wear them because they had poor performance. And if you're going to represent a Kobe branded shoe, you don't need to put your feet in these if you're not going to be up to par.
0: So the other
1: one is (laughs) Swaggy P said, so this was Kobe's last game and you know how he went out with a bang and how everyone just gave him his flowers and everything so his last game um they were in the locker room and everybody's all excited and all his teammates are really acting like fans this is what swaggy p is saying they're acting like fans and want to get his autograph and all that type stuff right Mm -hmm. so swaggy p comes up to him and was like hey you know can you sign my adidas well if we remember Kobe used to be you know he was signed with Adidas at first but because of his off court situation that happened they uh, dropped him and that's how he ended up going to Nike or whatever so Hold Kobe on. is almost
0: we, we got to give Nike a hand clap because they don't they lean into the controversy I love Nike oh the yeah is Nike yeah we, yeah the, Colin it, Kaepernick it, right. is one yeah. you know Yeah. yeah so Shout out to Nike. If you get a deal with Nike, go sign with them athletes. Because Nike, they with you. They ain't fair weather like Adidas and some of these other companies. But I'm sorry, Boo. Go ahead.
1: Yes. And so um, so yeah, so basically Kobe was like, I don't I don't mess with them. I don't f with them. And he and Swaggy so P was like, I think he threw my shoes away. So then he <laughs> wait a minute. This man brought you his shoes. And to sign him, uh-uh. and you were <laughs> he he liked throwing people's shoes away. I guess was I like
0: th- take them out my face. Oh yeah, I got I got so, a good story. But go so, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So
1: swag, and I'm about to finish. So swaggy P was like, you know, they allowed they or Kobe or whatever allowed them to have two things to actually sign. So he was like, well, dang, I I figured he'd sign some my shoes, so he didn't get my shoes, so he actually got the score sheet. So he actually was able to sign a score sheet, so he does have that. But that was just, like, crazy. Like, dang. But I get it, though. Like, I ain't signing that stuff. Oh, my goodness. That's a bad history. But go ahead.
0: No, I ain't going to tell the story till we get down the list. But it's a, it's oh. a funny thing. It's super funny. Okay. Um, my number three is going to be Mr. Should have been MVP himself. Mr. Embiid. Joel Embiid. Man. He is, I forgot about him. He is petty. He is. <laughs> I don't know a, how I forgot about him. I'm t-
1: as much as I be on him about I mean, how soft he on, is. You be on. know
0: was. What I'm saying I, but uh, yeah, no. Embiid's on my list. Embiid does not really hold his tongue in interviews. He he doesn't keep a <laughs> poker face at all in these interviews, especially back when uh your boy um Ben Ben, ben Soft Simmons was on the team. <laughs> And they interviewed him and Embiid and was and look look, it was like the last it was like the second round of the playoffs and they got kicked out. They just got kicked out the second round. And B could not have a poker face. And you like, him and Doc look, listen. Cool. Doc Doc is the worst. And Doc is petty too, but you luckily we ain't doing petty all time. We just talking about players. Because Doc would definitely be on the list at somewhere. <laughs> but Embiid is a li- is on the list because he's just And some might say he don't hold his tongue, but M B is just petty, man. He'll say when he said
1: that one time they were, I think, asking about Ben Simmons, he was like, I ain't worried about that man or something.
0: Yeah, he was just like, I'm not worried about that man. You what? (laughs) And then then, you know, you know, the front office probably said something to M B because in the next interview he was like, Well, we love to have him back on the team and all this Mm. and I'm like, I don't know. You were just singing a different tune. Uh, yeah, because they were trying dude. to
1: get Ben back.
0: Yeah, so mm, I'm just saying and Embiid is pretty petty, especially if you ain't playing up to par. I mean, he almost I could I could I can feel the pettiness seeping through his pores too when it came mm-hmm. to Joe uh, um Joe James Harden. I oh, like, oh yeah, coming ooh. through his pores, huh? Yeah, what what was, what? It was it was it was it was an interview I heard. I was like, <laughs> he's trying to hold his tongue, but. The pettiness is kind of seeping through a little bit, but what did he say? It was something to the likes of and again, I'm I'm paraphrasing. He was like, We just we just gotta get in sync. We gotta get better as a team. You know, some players oh. come on and they just you know, just gotta get the rhythm, but and we ain't got time to to wait too long. Again, I'm paraphrasing, mm. but okay. that that's a hint of pettiness.
1: Yeah. Taking a little dig at old yeah. James
0: Harden. Mm-hmm. His own teammate, which he said he liked. Now I haven't heard any offseason riffs lately. So yeah. we'll see what happens this season. But I'm just saying Embiid is one of those that's y'all look out for. He's petty.
1: Yeah. And, and he, he and,
0: trolls. He trolls on social media. Yes, he trolls a lot. <laughs> and that contributes to the pettiness a lot. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, but mm. but I ain't mad at Embiid for being petty because when you're a, a player of Embiid's caliber, you can kind mm. of be petty. It <laughs> just comes with the territory. If you notice, all the players on our our list are top tier players. Except, I mean, other than yeah, Gil. Uh, Gil, well, Gil, Gil, was a, no. Gil was a good player. Don't get me yes. wrong. Gil was a great player.
1: Yeah, he definitely was. He he.
0: I mean, he, he it just ele- he
1: just he was on the Wizards.
0: Yeah, he elevated the Wizards. You know, we didn't talk about the Wizards like that until Gil was on the team, right? And they was going to playoffs and stuff. It was just like, all right, but the, I'm just saying for the. Majority of the list, these are like upper caliber, echelon players that we talking about. Um, And Embiid plays a heck. He's a heck of a center. He's whatever. Oh, I'm
1: putting Gil over Embiid. Sorry, you putting Gil over (laughs) Embiid?
0: Heck yeah. What? I don't know, man. I don't know. No. Mm
1: No. No. I take Gil. I take Gil any day over Embiid. What? Even though that ain't the same um, position, of course. But no.
0: If I needed to
1: to depend on somebody to hit a shot for me, I'm going with Mr. Oh, you, Gilbert. Oh,
0: you, you nuts. You crazy How crazy. am I nuts? What? what? I'm taking Embiid over. What? Embiid can shoot shots. What? He can shoot threes.
1: He can, but Gilbert is a shooting guard. That's what I'm, he does. He I, puts I, buckets. I'm he taking, gets buckets. I'm taking, or he got buckets.
0: I'm taking Embiid over Gil. I'm sorry. mm. I'm just I I, I need an all-around uh. player. You play defense, you shoot the ball. Mm. I'm taking that. I don't know.
1: Is he that all-around? Isn't B really that all-around?
0: I'm taking from the
1: play I've seen. Yeah,
0: he's still. Hey, he ain't doing? ass
1: soft. I said, he ain't ass
0: soft. I'll say that. No, Lord, he ain't said, ass soft. That's your that's your little bias right there. I don't mm-hmm. know right but like I was saying before, Embiid is on my number three. Uh, who's your number two, Lena?
1: Hey, D, you already talked about him. So, of course, we all know about him trolling on the internet and social media, the burner counts, all that. So, to me, the fact that when you clap back or in the past have clapped back at random people, fans, Mm -hmm. whoever, that you had to go about it in an anonymous way, that makes you one of the most payless people I've ever seen because really... You make yeah. millions of dollars. Who cares? That's KD, man. Why don't you respond back as KD or don't respond at all? Why'd you have to have a whole nother account? He will never just live that down for me ever, ever, ever in life. When it comes to being petty. That's and the way that he left OKC, yeah. That was kinda
0: of petty. Yeah, that was that was no, that was above That was petty. I I, for, I, I forgot and... to even put that in my little resume for KD, but he'll forever Y'all know how I feel about that. That That's just... That's yeah.
1: Just... The, I ain't My thing is, I really don't care about players leaving teams. Do what you need to do that you feel is best for you and your family or whatever the case. But sometimes it is a way that you go about doing things. So that was just my issue with KD. The way that he left. He kind of left, you know, Westbrook hanging. Like yeah, he did. It was just yeah, like, it, come it, on. It, and it, then it. you went to the team that you were supposed to beat, that you was up 3-1 to one on. Like, what? You were supposed to beat them, and
0: then you going to go to
1: that team? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Sorry.
0: You don't do no stuff like that. That is pretty petty. So yeah.
1: That's my number two.
0: Okay. All right. My number two, and we are getting off of basketball players, because it seems like we've had to of <laughs> basketball players. My number yeah. two is the GOAT himself, Mr. Ah. TB12. Tom oh, Brady.
1: TBC? TB12. Tom Talk about that pettiness.
0: Petty is as petty does, like I said. Um, Mr. Tom Brady has made it to my list. I should be more football. It, I, I have a list of football players that should be on here, but in another time when we have a dedicated list just to specific sports. But Tom Brady is very, very much petty. He hides very well, but we can all tell how petty he can get. There was a story. I like the reference to, I'm not going to tell you the entire story, but there's a story mm-hmm. uh, off of the podcast of I Am Athlete, which Shady McCoy told about Tom Brady when he broke Drew Brees' record. He, uh, you know, essentially grabbed, you know, because you know, Drew Brees was in attendance for that game as well. So Tom Brady proceeded <clears throat> to go over and just, you know, give a handshake. You know, Drew Brees thanked him and then Hey, you know, exchange words, you know, hugs or whatever. Congratulations, blah blah blah. Got back to the locker room and Tom Brady proceeded to just to say, "Oh, you're yes," in his face, like, like I've been waiting for this moment the whole time. Like, yes, like that is petty. That is very petty, oh sir. Goodness. You waited to the locker room. It's 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 not only petty, it's cowardice. Cause I would have just did it in your face. That would have been way more petty. Would you? Would you like, have really? Yeah, I would have been like, yeah, see? At least I'm real with my petty. I'm going to stand in your face. Does it burn? Does it hurt that I took <laughs> your title?
1: That I broke your record, huh? Yeah.
0: Hmm. Huh? Oh
1: my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you Tom, know, he has to keep a certain image.
0: Yeah, and then on top of that, Tom Brady is so petty, right? He went to a different team from the Patriots because we all know Tom Brady. You know, he drafted originally Mm -hmm. by the Patriots, won all his champ majority of his championships with the Patriots. Went to Tampa Bay, won a championship with Tampa Bay. But then in the interview, didn't he... I don't know what kind of beef they got or what relationship they're at. Him and Bill Belichick Mm -hmm. have been beefing. He he thanked everybody at the Patriots except for Bill Belichick.
1: Dang, you know what? Realized that he was he, were, he, he was actually naming names.
0: Yeah, he named names and was just like, you know, I you know I want to give thanks to, and this is when, like when Tom Brady I think was essentially coming out his going into his full retirement or whatever, <laughs> and you know uh-huh. he was just thanking everybody. He didn't name Bill Belichick. Rumor is they had they had issues. Bill Belichick ran his uh, mm-hmm. ran the team like a a, di- a dictatorship, which We've heard the stories about how the Patriots yeah. are as far as it's like a military camp. It's real scheduled and real mm-hmm. block. There's no better player. There's no favoritism. It's everybody gets treated the same. And when you are talking about the echelon of a quarterback that Tom Brady is, he's like, well, don't I get a little bit of, you know, favoritism? Or Lee us. Ah. leeway or something. Bill Belichick was like, hell no, you're a quarterback. You go into my system. What are you talking about? I caught the shots. You do as I say, and you know that's. Mm-hmm. I guess that's where the tumultuous situation came from, as far as him mm-hmm. not really naming Bill Belichick and who he mm-hmm. think at the page or at that Patriots organization and whatnot. But mm-hmm. uh, it, it understands. Tom Brady's like, no, nah, I'm a forever. I'm gonna remember that. Yeah, I'm gonna remember that.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: That's why I got time. You don't right. forget t-
1: certain things.
0: Cause he's petty. He'll go to a different team. That's pettiness. I'm going to a different team. I'm going to win a championship, and I'm gonna prove you needed me. That's petty right there. Prove you needed mm. me. And I'm not gonna thank you for my for all my accolades that I won <laughs> your team. Yeah. So that's my number two. Lena, who's your number one?
1: My number one. Mm Mr. MJ, number 23, Michael Jordan himself.
0: I think we all got MJ on our list. I got MJ number one, too.
1: Because that last (laughs) dance, we already knew. Mm. But that last dance brought out some even more pettiness. Like, Michael.
0: (laughs) You know what? That comes with territory.
1: I was just going to... Well, go ahead. What were you going to say?
0: No, I was just going to say that's that, that... comes with the territory when you're that competitive and you got that kind of like killer instinct in you. It's it's kind of a common trait that we see in athletes that are just that much of a killer instinct. Yeah.
1: They,
0: the pettiness is just an, a normal thing. It's a telltale sign.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause he, he's not losing nothing. It yeah. could be just, you know, even I think in the last dance when he was playing against, uh, it was one of the workers at the arena, at you the Bulls about the little arena.
0: Flip, they were doing.
1: Yeah, it's just like even yeah. on little stuff like that, like he gonna win. It could be a probably little baby out there. Nah, I'm about to beat you. Like if they was doing a crawling <laughs> contest,
0: who gonna crawl the fastest? He gonna beat the little baby. You didn't, but did you? Did you see the clip? I don't. I don't know if I talked to you about. It. I think I did. The clip of um, MJ. I don't know where they found this clip at. But it's literally MJ in a wheelchair versus another dude in a wheelchair. The dude's actually handicapped, and they were going you brought back it and up forth. to me,
1: but I haven't seen it.
0: I gotta find that clip. MJ what were they violent. doing? They were shooting ball, and MJ was in the wheelchair oh. too, and they were shooting ball. <laughs> and MJ did not want to lose to a handicapped guy. I was like, I get it, okay, I get it. Oh, you don't want to patronize him. You want to you want to keep it fair. Yeah. You want to still, but come on, bro. You ain't gotta- how do
1: you even get to that situation? I'm playing, not playing, but I'm trying to go against somebody in a wheelchair. But hey, it is what it is. But this he doesn't back NBA. down to any yeah competition. Yeah. Um. But what was I gonna say? Oh, just in the last dance, just some of those stories, like uh, in practice and how he would be going off on of his team and want to fight him, and he punched uh Steve Kerr. Yeah. But Steve Kerr wasn't no punk. Now nah, he ain't just p- get punched and just let him punch him. He fought back. But it's like, now, Michael, why are you punching Steve? Little old Steve Kerr with get your good. big old six-foot-six self. Steve Kerr probably a good six-foot-six one.
0: Get good, Steve Kerr. You Get team
1: good. Up. He is good. He get knocking get down
0: clutch shots for you.
1: And you part. he part of the reason why you didn't won some championships with the dang bulls. What do you mean? Get better. I did get not better. understand that. Like, leave Steve Kerr alone. <laughs> he ain't did nothing to you he ain't red. no threat to you at all
0: i'm helping you oh out. Uh, he, but you know, yeah like yeah oh go ahead i was like you the reason you the reason why you in that i'm the reason why you in that coaching position right now i help you get that edge that grit punching you in your face oh. yeah oh my he he yeah. didn't
1: I, I think steve curtain been through enough things in his life he didn't need that um and then what's another sort? oh when early in Michael's career, maybe a few years in, and uh, he was playing against Reggie Miller when Reggie Miller was playing for the Pacers, which of course we know he played. Wait, there why is it Reggie Miller
0: on any of our? He we got to make a extended list. He, I, know, I know, I yeah. know,
1: I know. I think I don't know if I was just trying to go with more current. I mean, I mean, of course Michael isn't, but it's just like you cannot have yeah. Michael on the list. King <laughs> But, yeah, so Reggie, yeah, he definitely is petty. So, yeah, this was Reggie's fault. So this was his rookie season. Mm-hmm. And I saw how he was talking about how, you know, he came out and he had, like, 10 points. And it was, like, an exhibition game. He had, like, 10 points in the first half. Michael only had four. And so Reggie's teammates kind of hyped him up. Like, man, they call this dude Michael Jordan. He can walk on water, and he's just the greatest. So Reggie goes and starts talking trash to Michael. Like, yeah, where, where is this MJ at type thing, right? He said, when that game was over, I finished with 12, meaning he scored <laughs> two points in the second half. And Michael, yeah, he had like 40 points. Golly. <laughs> or 44 or something like that. Yeah, he had 44 points. And so when Michael saw him when the game was over, he he was like, Yeah, don't be talking to black Jesus.
0: (laughs) Don't talk to Jesus like that. He (laughs) himself black
1: uh, Jesus.
0: Yeah.
1: And I heard the first
0: person I heard call him that was Bird. I was like, Bro, that must be a testament right there. Cause you got Larry Bird calling you black Jesus. Man. Don't talk to Jesus like that. Oh, no, no. It's another petty moment. Because we, Michael Jones both are number ones, but when yeah. they went to the playoffs and played Charlotte, the Charlotte Hornets, and mm-hmm. they, uh, his former teammate, and they won, BJ. Charlotte won the
1: first game. It was B.J. Armstrong, right? Yeah, when he,
0: B.J. Armstrong. I used to love him. And they got and and, and B.J. was talking trash. Oh, Mike was like, oh, okay. All right, I got you. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mm-hmm. think they went went four and one, and they
1: man, sense? they couldn't even win no more. It's like, like you shouldn't even did that. Why yeah, did you do bro. that?
0: Because he was celebrating Why? game one. He was like Patrick Beverly with the dang on playing. <laughs> he was going crazy, bro. You still got four <laughs> more games left, you,
1: right? You it's a lot yeah, less.
0: You, you're playing against. Black Jesus, you, you over there <laughs> celebrating one game? We got one game off on a great Michael Jordan. Now, granted, what, Michael Jordan was just coming back? Was he coming back? Is that back when or? he was
1: just coming back? Probably.
0: Maybe. I can't remember. Well,
1: maybe, yeah, because since BJ wasn't in a part of that second half of, like, their success, yeah, so he was, like, the first few years or whatever.
0: But still, man, you can't. You, bro, that's the last thing you want to do. And then there's the whole situation with the Chris Paul camp which everybody, this is a meme, this is a big meme. The situation caught, okay, so basically, let me let me explain, right? Chris Paul had a camp, right? And in this camp, he's, he said that if Michael Jordan misses a shot, that all the kids in the camp would get shoes, his shoes. Michael Jordan proceeds to take shots. I think it was from the three-point line or baseline, wherever it was, it was a dis- it was a nice little distance right Michael jordan made every shot <laughs> and you would think you would think that michael jordan would just say you know what here take the shoes <laughs> i don't want no shoes giving them kids he so, said look
1: it's 500 kids here i ain't paying for 500 shoes no i'm just playing. I don't know how many kids was there but yeah
0: i don't know <laughs> i'm just saying he no nah, bro he get them shoes up so or he could have like
1: okay, maybe make all the shots to just let them know, like, yeah, I still got it, but then decide, but I'll still get y'all a pair of shoes, just because.
0: You know? Man, something like that. Man, nah. No. Michael Jordan's like, no, said, mm-hmm. I ain't getting no shoes. And I don't that's lose. what the, that's where the meme came, F them kids. Because that's, everybody... that's what Oh, my... <laughs> That's what that That's from. what it's like. Like, yeah, F yeah, them kids. F them thing. kids. <laughs> My nose keep itching. I was just like, Mike, what is wrong with you, man? Like, you could have gave them kids and some shoes? You Mike Jordan. You, you got the factories and everything. I'm making every shot, bro.
1: He don't care. He do not care. I also saw other clips of him, like, early in his career. Because, you know, he has such big hands. And, like, how he would palm the ball and be faking people out and it would just look so crazy. Cause they really trying to get the ball from him. It's like, but he would just keep doing it. And it's like, he would just act like he going to shoot it and just literally have it with one hand. And they just look like little kids playing against him. Like, how y'all going for all these fakes like this? What? Mad. And his battles were like Steve Smith and stuff. And like one time they showed a clip, he was literally tickling Steve Smith's hand. Cause it was like, they were like on a perimeter somewhere, and let's just say like this is Steve Smith's hand, and Michael is going like this, tickling the man hand. Like, what man, are you doing? I'm yes,
0: doing this man hand. That's
1: and so of course that's annoying. Like, man, back up.
0: <laughs> Mike just probably got bored at some point. He was like, I'm bored. Y'all, y'all ain't doing nothing for me. Yeah, um, I'm well too advanced. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, Mike Jordan definitely deserves that number one spot. He is uh. He is petty. And on top of that, he's petty with his uh his employees or his uh NBA players. Cause you know he owns the uh or he owns a percentage of the uh bobcats. Mm-hmm. So like I saw something about Michael Wait a minute, the here. Bobcats. Is it the Bobcats? The Hornets? Did they go back to the Hornets? I'm sorry, yeah. I'm so confused. They went back to the Hornets. Ain't right? they the Hornets? Okay, yeah. they might be the Hornets. Okay. The Hornets. He owns a percentage of the Hornets. They used to be mm. the Bobcats, though. I'm so I'm not. Yeah. I, oh, but they used. He owns a percentage of that team. Whatever teams, whatever they're going by in the name of Charlotte right now. Right? Okay. Hmm. I heard a story. Not true. How sure it is, Not true. How? Not sure how true this is. But he yelled at one of the players because they kept missing shots. And oh, yeah, he yelled at one of the players and was like, "You don't take your sorry off the court." You like know, oh, like, he
1: came down to the bench.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh law. Yeah. So Mike, Mike is—he is, ain't never lose his competitive edge. He's always been the Mm-mm. same, and his petty edge too. He ain't never lost that. So no. So that about does it for our list of top petty athletes. Our top five list. Um, please, you know, drop your comments in down below or wherever we have social media at. And yeah. give us a list of your top five petty athletes.
1: Yeah, you know, we'd like it, to know
0: if it was a name that we should have put up above. Let us know because you know we didn't. Yeah, I I could only think of so many petty players. Yeah, like it that. was
1: definitely people that I just didn't think of. But I did think about Pat Bev. Um, I did think about Tom Brady. I was like, I ain't gonna put him on there. It was somebody else I thought of too, that I can't think of right now. But it was somebody else that I was like, yeah, it's possible.
0: Yeah, possible. But hey, it's just our
1: little quick opinion.
0: I say it, no you know, right or wrong answer. Some of my honorable mentions, I put Donovan McNabb up there. He's petty. Um, oh, so. <laughs> I heard stories about him and the whole TL situation, and then on him how he treated people and mate used to make them pay for their dinner, and he Ooh. wouldn't pay for anything, and he was cheap. And oh yeah, oh. I got I got a lot of stories about Donovan McNabb, but. I digress. And then another honorable mention is Steve Smith. Not the Steve Smith you were talking about, but Steve Smith from uh, the Carolina Panthers, who's the wide receiver. Oh. He, that dude was Petty. King okay. Petty. Um, gotcha. And I'm trying to think who else was an honorable mention. Um, it'll come to me, but um, anyway, we're going to drag this along. Uh, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. Make sure you also rank us if you listen to us on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts. Also as as well as Anchor, I, I'd be remiss to not shout out Anchor for the cause I haven't for the past however many podcasts we've had, check us out. Um and yeah, you guys be safe out there. We'll catch you guys later. Let me Bye. play my play my theme oh. music. I ain't, I ain't, <laughs> we oh, out here. Either. Y'all know what I say. Couple that plays together, stays together, stays together. forever. Forever. Ah! No, I'm not gonna do that to y'all. <laughs> I wish I had September plan, but uh, I don't have that sound bite because Do we you are remember? in September. It is a September, guys. But anyway, we out there. To be- Bye. Bye. We out this piece. Bye.